0: Welcome to the first episode of The Deeper Dive. As I will say more about in a few moments, I want to interview people about the psychology of their lives and their lives from a psychological perspective. I decided to become a psychologist because of my own much-needed therapy experience in my 20s and how it helped me understand the powerful, but at that time fairly hidden to me currents that impacted how I thought about and navigated the world. By understanding those currents, I have often been able to navigate my life more effectively and feel freer and happier. I would like my experience with therapy and psychological mindedness more generally to be understood and shared by many more people. So maybe the most appropriate and best place to start is in my own backyard. In my mind, my father's anxiety shaped my life significantly. And since Bruce Springsteen was not likely to sit down with me for an interview about the psychology of his life before I had one or two other interviews under my belt, I figured, let me talk to my father about his psychological life and journey. Plus, I figure that if I can make compelling a nearly blind, boring, and fairly non-psychologically minded octogenarian, the sky is the limit thereafter. This podcast is divided into two parts. In part one, I get as thorough a psychological history from my father of his childhood through him marrying my mother as I could muster. As you will soon hear, my father experienced some significant trauma as a child and had a lot of situational challenges growing up. I begin to intersperse my commentary about what my father is discussing, starting at about the 11-minute mark and the frequency of my commentary increases as the interview goes on. I hope you enjoy some of the banter between me and my father as I get his history. By the end of part one, you should have a good picture of what my father experienced growing up and what kind of person he is in many ways. In part two, we hear about how his anxiety built up and spilled out as the years went on and how it impacted him and I. We discuss ways his difficulties with anxiety may have been linked to his younger years and so much of what he experienced growing up. In doing so, I believe we present a fairly poignant and good example of what I can only describe as the unrelentingly practical, logical, and powerful realities that are the unconscious dynamics of the human mind. Much like the silver and maroon Pontiac Le Mans my family bought in 1984, my father grows on you over time, so be patient as we delve into his journey and the psychology of it. Like Maylocks, I try to offer a current of humor that helps you digest his history and its meaning. Remember, I had to deal with him for decades with no ability to edit him with the click of a digital button, so I don't really want to hear any belly aching as you realize you are not listening to the life and reflections of George Clooney. Lastly... This interview is not as much an open-ended one of discovery as I hope future interviews with people, God willing, more interesting and noteworthy than my father, love the schmuck though I do, will be. Needless to say, I have a lot of skin in the game on this one. So ultimately, this is a story about me trying to better understand his psychological journey and helping him reflect on that. I'm here today with the man... From Freehold, New Jersey, who has meant more to me in my life than I can possibly express. The person who was just a guiding light in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And unfortunately, it's not Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) No, I'm with my father. Right. Good to see you, Dad. Good to see you, son. Yeah, yeah. Um, So... I really appreciate you doing this, right? So, no, you know, no, I, I, have, no problem. Mm-hmm, I have this <coughs> desire, um, <clears throat> try to not cough too much, you know, but stay alive. Right? No, no, no. I have this desire to interview people about their psychology, maybe even a little bit of, of their therapy experience, the journey of their life, right? And with a little bit of psychological mindedness, because um, I think it's a really important idea this is the opportunity to really i want to hear more about your life and your journey and some of the patterns and dynamics that have really shaped you right so i am joking right when i sort of say from freehold new jersey but but you were in the sense of you were not from there right but you moved there right you moved there originally from brooklyn new york right right um you moved to freehold when you were how old again 13 a.m. you moved there with your mom and your father but sort of your stepfather who was your father my stepfather right, right. yeah did you call him your father
1: did you call him your stepfather I called him dad i called him father right it was my father yeah yeah absolutely and really we had a great relationship yep he had had a uh, a very hard life yes uh and uh, for me it was you know like having a father since my dad died yep. when i was seven right and I mean, uh for- right your dad died when you were seven yeah yep. yeah 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 and uh and my mom remarried two years later, right? And uh, they ran a business in Brooklyn, right? And then in 1953, they bought a farm in Freehold, New Jersey, right? 1953, right? right? Yes, in April of 53, and then when I graduated public school in June, right, I, I moved out uh, with them. So what? That was the end of what
0: grade? Eighth grade. So the end of eighth grade. Right. Okay, so there you are at the end of eighth grade, and. Was it a surprise to you, like that? That was going to happen. Had they talked about that, or was it a surprise, or what was the no, deal?
1: They talked about it a little. We had gone out with a relative or two who had farms out in the Freehold area. Yeah. To look, uh, their business that they had in Brooklyn was uh, going on a downward side. Right. And um, in order to make a living, you know, they did this. My dad was, you know, not a, a well man, but he was, you know, in pretty good health, but. He had his problems. Oh, uh, he was in well, yeah, the, uh, in a camp in in Germany, right? In Poland,
0: right? In that area. I mean, he was in a like concentration a concentration camp. A concentration yes. camp so he was of there course. for
1: about four years.
0: He was in a concentration camp yeah. for four years. Yeah,
1: yeah. Do you know and, which one? Uh, not. Ex- I don't know the name exactly. Yeah, I was, I was young. I was thirteen. Yeah, I yeah. Of uh, Actually, younger when my mom married. Yeah. Um, well, right. I, you were about like nine or ten um, when, when your mom said, Yeah, remained. Two years after my dad died, right? He died when I was about seven. and yeah. So my mom remarried at the when I was about nine. Yeah. Um, but uh, I went to Yeshiva Brooklyn right. uh, on Willoughby Avenue in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and uh, but up till the fourth grade, right. And by that time, we had moved to the Williamsburg section of Brooklyn, right. And all the kids would just you know we play ball and do activities, right. And uh, I just kept complaining to my mom that I wish, you know, to, to get out of yeshiva right. and to go to regular public schools. Yeah. So, and, so you made uh, she, go ahead. And eventually she, you know. Went she, relented? To, she relented? She <laughs> relented, and then I enrolled in public school one twenty two. Right. In, in so, Brooklyn. Dad, let me
0: ask you when. When I'm just thinking about this, like, allow, like, what grade were you in when your father passed away?
1: Uh, I was seven years old. It was October right. of nineteen of forty six my dad was in the hospital
0: go ahead Uh
1: and uh he was supposed to actually be coming home within a day or two as i remember oh he was in the hospital he was in the hospital he oh i believe he had a blood clot
0: that he eventually that he died from i remember hearing the story maybe from my mom that that the police came to yeah. the yeah. to the house like in the middle of the, or at midnight or something uh, like I, that. I don't know it was
1: midnight around it I think it was the late afternoon okay I remember that distinctly I was playing in the house uh, my yeah. mom was cooking yeah so she might have been getting ready supper right and there was a knock at the door and she went to answer it and I remember looking up from where I was on her side yeah and it was this you know, looked like a gigantic policeman. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, he was a big a big yeah, officer. Yeah. Well, when you're young, when you're seven years old. I was seven, Any right. police officer looks
0: like, he, a, you know, a giant in and certain ways. And he came
1: yeah. to say, Mrs. Wasser, I'm here to inform you that your mm. husband has passed away.
0: Yeah. And with
1: was... this the next thing I knew, you know, I heard my mother crying and so forth. And uh, he said he kind of said if there's anything I could do, please tell me. Yeah. And he left. And the reason he was at the door was we had no telephones in those days. Right. And um, (laughs) some did, some didn't. We did not have it yet. Uh, This was 1946. Right and um, was that like a? Do you, I mean, was that a? Do you, do you remember
0: how you sort of felt at, at that moment? Or you yeah, know, really, I felt or, down,
1: but I didn't have a complete understanding of it. Yeah, then I saw my mother crying. I don't really remember much about the rest of that day into the night.
0: Right? Do you remember your mom struggling a lot then in those in those days and weeks and months ahead? How were yeah, you doing? I, mean,
1: I think we always struggled from that point on, and probably struggled before. We, nobody had real money in those days. No, no,
0: no. I don't. Yeah, I don't even mean money for a second. Although that's a powerful thing if you start to struggle even more about money. But I, I just mean emotionally for a second. Do you
1: do you remember
0: how she I felt, how you remember, felt, or I, do yeah, you don't I remember. really remember? My mom
1: was a very strong woman. Yeah, as was all of her family. Yeah, uh, my mom never complained. She was a very good person. Right. Um, she continued. I'm sure she was. Hurt and everything, right? Uh, by it. Um, you don't have memories, and that's
0: fine, no problem. I'm just you don't have memories of seeing her really sad or down or struggling emotionally, not
1: depressed or anything. Uh huh. She continued to run the business that they had, yeah. What was Uh, the business? A poultry store, kosher poultry (laughs) store, yeah.
0: It's amazing.
1: Um, which was not a big business like a butcher, like you like, like Like a butcher, but dealing only with chickens. Right, uh, and eggs probably. Right, right. at that point. You know, so, were probably. you
0: worried? Of, do you do you have any memories of like being worried about that your father was in the hospital or or you didn't? I you really went, didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I really yeah.
1: didn't know. I was kind of too young. I'm sure it was mentioned, yeah. and I'm sure she mentioned it to me, but I don't have okay. any okay. recollection of yeah. that. Yeah. Do you feel like that?
0: Impacted you a lot? I mean, did it make you yes, in, it, in the yes, near it, term feel yeah, very yeah, sad, or in the longer term like? Definitely, it
1: definitely had an effect on me. I mean, it has to have an effect. Well, on sure, you. sure. Well, what do you okay. think? What do
0: you think the but impact was on I, you?
1: I don't know. I was a very happy child before, yeah. and a very really a happy child after. Right. I really, yeah. Me, I would always fool around, <laughs> you know, in school. kibbits with the teachers. Such a kibitzer. Right. Uh, always. <laughs> I was a joke, and my yeah. and supposedly my dad was like that
0: is that right he was yeah Um, let me jump in here i think you can hear my surprise my father will continue to describe things but at this point let's review we have a seven-year-old only child lose his father his stepfather will enter the picture over the next couple of years and he is a nice man so that is good but he spent four years in a nazi concentration camp where by the way. His first wife and his, I believe, three children were murdered. In addition to that, we have some fairly solid economic insecurity and lack of familial education dynamics going on, as the chicken butchering game was not exactly a focus of the centuries-old Rothschild banking empire. Add to that a soon-to-happen move to Freehold, New Jersey from Brooklyn, New York in 1953, for perspective, the New Jersey Turnpike was started in January of 1950, and big chunks of it were not completed until 1951 or later. The Varrazano Bridge, connecting Brooklyn to Staten Island, did not open until 1964. So moving to a farm on the outskirts of Freehold, New Jersey in 1953 was no small thing. And yet this guy is seemingly happy. He is seemingly not anxious. He is not really even appreciating the anxiety that he seemed to go through as he reflects back on it roughly 70 years later. Well, I think I, you do have a great I, sense of humor. I mean, I, know, I I like my sense of humor, and I think I get it in part from you, for sure. I mean, some of my kids think
1: I'm a little mshiga, but. Well, you are. You know, but, but we all are. But we all are. Everybody, Everybody to a degree. is. But, um,. I'm sure it had an effect on me, Uh but it didn't stop me from you know doing things I wanted to do.
0: Right, it didn't. Uh, So it didn't. So you're saying it like, and I just just, it didn't make you become either sad or worried. You don't feel like it kicked in anxiety for you in a certain way.
1: uh, I was not a sad person. Uh, I would always keep it to my uncles with my aunts, which I had, you know, and.
0: but even after, you don't feel like you shifted
1: at all from that? No. Or, you know, okay. I did not do good in school after that. Is um, that right? Which continued right through the eighth grade, really. Right. Um, Were
0: you doing good in school before that?
1: No, nah, I, I don't know. I really <laughs> don't. Probably not. Maybe
0: you are just a shitty student at all <laughs> yeah, times. Probably
1: not. Like, and you see, I definitely didn't. So you you really don't feel like
0: anxiety kicked in for you? You didn't get no, sad? No, What? So what
1: I How don't. did
0: you feel? Like, what was I what mean, was the narrative in your head about your father passing? I, I mean,
1: my mom explained it to me the best she could. Right. She was not an educated woman. Right. And, and you know, the only thing that I definitely remember was not doing good in school, and I remember right. once. She taught wanted, and she did take me down to the Board of Education, right, uh, in downtown Brooklyn to headquarters to get tested, right, and to go, I guess meet with a psychiatrist or something. something. And I rebelled against that, uh-huh. and but I did go along for the first trip, and then I ran away from her <laughs> as we left the building. Uh, and uh, no, well, sure. Finally, I came around. On uh, do
0: you think and, looking back on it now, or looking back on it a little later, or even just sitting here now, like, do you do you think like? You started to struggle in school because of your father passing in some way, or no, not necessarily. I don't,
1: I don't think I was the greatest student right. anyway. Okay. Well, listen, Dad, like I think
0: me. of you as a very smart man, I, but I, I think I don't. I I think today, if you got tested in today's day and age, I wouldn't be surprised if you had maybe a, a little bit of a this or that, mild something kind of learning disability. Mild, or something. You're being you're really nice to <laughs> I'm me. being very generous. I, we're we're being recorded. I, I, this and, is for posterity. And, Quick aside. I always felt my father struggled with his reading. I remember him reading out loud in English during Passover Seders and thinking, no pun intended, Jesus, that guy makes my fourth grade reading skills look good. I do think my father may have had some learning disability issues that were never going to be diagnosed in the mid-1940s through the late 1950s in the years ahead because I mean you were how old when 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 uh when he passed when uh my father yes seven no 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 um your stepfather I'm sorry uh
1: uh in 1968 he passed right so uh, 29.
0: right then in the years growing up I mean do you feel like did he have what we would now very clearly call to say the least PTSD I mean did he Wake up at night. Did he have yeah, night, yeah. night? You know, I think you've told me this before yeah, a little sorry bit.
1: in itself. Of course he had dreams. Yeah. Uh, I remember nightmares. First, nightmares so actually in Brooklyn, yeah. and then when we when we bought the farm, right, and it would be very scary when it uh, would happen. What would it, happen? It right? would have a nightmare, yeah. obviously, yeah, having to do with the concentration yeah. camps, yeah. sure, and death that uh, was you know yeah. there all the time, yeah, and he would wake, uh, he would scream, start screaming, yeah, and my mom would wake him up, you know, at that right. point,
0: right, and it was very scary to me. Sure. I slept in, sure. in the other room, yeah, of course, and.
1: Yeah, you know, I never, again, my fault. I never really got into it deep with no, her. it's not your him. fault. I mean, it's... And know. I just, with him, I didn't really want to bring it up. I yeah, guess. well, Dad,
0: you're a, you know, you're you a, know. a 9, 10, so, 11, uh, 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old, and it's your stepfather. You don't suddenly easily talk he, about the Holocaust yeah. in 1953, yeah, but right? but so the thing he really
1: had to live. You know, he lived with from the day uh, he came to America. So when, when you, did they
0: ask you at all, like... Hey, Herbie, are you okay with moving? or No. no, no. Nope. <laughs> Not
1: that I remember.
0: Was that really upsetting uh, to you? Mm-hmm. Was that you were like, leaving Brooklyn? Like, Were you like really upset about that? Or no? I was or-
1: upset, but it wasn't the end of the world already. Okay. I mean, so sure. you
0: weren't like kicking and screaming, I no. hate this, this um, is the worst thing in
1: my life? Well, I, compl- I do remember complaining to my mom, there's nothing to do. Sure. Um, and so forth, we were five miles from Freehold. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, let's just set the, that image because, I mean, you were, right? You were five miles from downtown yeah, Freehold. Yeah, which is not far, mean, far, far, No, but five miles in 1953, right? And it was all farmland. I mean, I saw it in the 80s and the 90s, and it was still,
1: yeah, I, I felt
0: miles and miles and miles yeah, of farmland yeah. in between, you yeah, know, it was you farmland. and... At
1: that time, it was farmland. Or, um, Jeez, Dad,
0: you're so resilient. I I, uh, I thought the narrative maybe would be... It all got you pretty upset and nerve-wracked and, no, and nervous bad. and anxious it was, it and those kinds bad. of things. It, no. I mean, it,
1: uh, it would have been nice if, you know, I was driving already, but I was much too young. Yeah. Unfortunately, my father did not drive either. I
0: mean, I'm just, as you talk about this, I'm starting to wonder if the reality is you're far less anxious somehow than I thought you were. Yeah. My father How did, didn't When did drive. He, but the, the anxiety came up in your life, right?
1: Of course. With later years, it comes up. Okay. I
0: mean, I want to hear about that because I sort of know, I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk, no, but we'll I, just, we'll get no anxiety that. came up for you
1: was my whole
0: take, you know? Yeah, we'll get up or, into I feel it, it in the marrow yeah, of my bones.
1: At that age, I wasn't. Uh... Yeah.
0: As we will see as my father's story unfolds, anxiety that he dealt with in his life was not a figment of my imagination, but he certainly was not feeling it consciously at this point in his life. So there you are. I mean, what was the adjustment like that that fall in ninth grade? You know, what what was it like over the next year or two? Big big adjustment. Sure, it was hard. I mean, well, I mean, just again, Um, again, I I guess, like, what was the adjustment like to be? It it
1: was young. The summer was fine. We had relatives coming out all the time.
0: But start in ninth grade, like, what was that? Now school starts in
1: September. And uh, I know nobody.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you hadn't met a single person over Not the only on the
1: road, people right. who lived. Uh, nobody else. Right. um uh, There were there were a couple of Jewish kids on the road. Actually, mm-hmm. their parents had forms too. Um, Just Jew- random Jewish kids meeting up in 1953 on the roads. On the, on the,
0: on the road. Howl and Freehold. And on Yellowburg Road, it was called. <laughs> right. So again, I have like this vision of you as. Terrified and lonely, you know. Um, no, as, as you start ninth grade, but no, no you were
1: sort no. of rolling with it. to not some degree? in the first it? couple of years. Of the first year, no, not at all in school. Um, you were I good. Mean, you
0: were you were okay. You were yeah, not. I,
1: mean, I didn't again. Upset? I did not do good in school because right. it was all new to me, and um, so
0: not doing great in
1: school. Not doing good in school. Going to but, the and did school.
0: that get you down on about yourself or no, like. You no, know, sometimes I no, was too stupid to be down on myself.
1: <laughs> Real, to be yeah, you know, I had no idea what's involved. Right in, at that point. So
0: your utter cluelessness was the right. shining right. defense mechanism uh, that right. protect or protective factor. Right but, and down the road. So were you making friends uh, like during mm, your freshman year, a couple, and, and or not really? Or? Not, not
1: many. No, no. Did that I bother can, you, or or not really? A little bit, I guess. Later, not right away. Okay. Um,
0: what do you mean? Like, when did it? How, when did it start in to bother years. you? In later
1: years, maybe later in high school, junior yeah. senior year. Yeah, sure. I did not know anybody. Yeah. Uh, so I was the foreigner. I came from Brooklyn with a funny accent. Right. But did you feel like
0: other people in high school were trying to make friends and had friends more than? Yeah. You, or yeah, you know? yeah. I was. Uh,
1: I was shy actually at that point. Were so you? Yeah. I was a shy kid. But you weren't. Ways. You weren't depressed. You weren't no, not sad. Depressed. You weren't. Not- Okay. I had many other interests, you know, sports again being yeah. the big one. I kept reading newspapers.
0: Listful ignorance. sports, Huh? Huh? No, yeah, it sounds like
1: a lovely, blissful, well, a little magazine. bit of blissful ignorance you had. Sports, or sports magazines mm-hmm. I would read. Right. Was,
0: so then, what and, happened? Like late, 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 you say later in high school, maybe you felt it a little bit more. What? Tell well, me about that. Like, what do you Older and yeah. so
1: forth, you know. And um,
0: well, tell me, I'm curious.
1: You don't know. You still don't know many of the people.
0: It's uh, and, and that starts to sort uh, of so wear on so you. So yeah,
1: maybe, And I became just more aware. I guess. right. Um, and it still wasn't doing good in school. Right. Uh, even in my second year, although by my second year I was t- doubling up on subjects to make up the credits that I needed to uh, eventually, hopefully, graduate. Oh, because you, you failed classes right. during your freshman the, year? Yeah, I failed three out of the four major ones. Oh, wow, is that right? Right, and, and science mm-hmm. and past See, when I hear
0: that, I'm thinking that maybe, you know, some of whatever, this big change, these big changes, these tough traumas in your life, I'm just wondering how they're playing out a little bit via your... Your Not academics, to some no, degree.
1: No big dramas after that. Uh,
0: Other than losing your father, my itself.
1: Father, my father was, of course, <laughs> a thing. But, uh,
0: Moving I, to, from Brooklyn to, you know. It
1: was a... Uh, yes. No, it's
0: amazing. Listen, I just think it's a lot. but
1: It was a lot. I mean, on, on one hand, you know, my father died, then we changed to... Uh, Did you seven, have any, like, particular friends to, and paid stuff? Paid the teachers. Uh, yeah, I had a couple. About, about three... Uh, Fellow uh, boys that I knew, right? Um, but again, I like. Would you, you know, ever go over to their houses
0: or them come over to yours? Only the or? ones
1: really on the street.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Only the ones on the street. I yeah. remember playing sports with them bad one. So there, there wasn't like a current
0: of loneliness like during your high school years. No, I, I mean, I'm not. If there isn't, there isn't. I'm just
1: really not curious. Really, no I know. Like I say I had things I was into. The radio was the big thing to yeah. me. God bless the my, radio. I man. had my own room, which was terrific. We had yeah. a big house. Yeah. Uh,
0: did you hang out a lot with the dog?
1: Yeah, dog. And I used to play and I'd throw him things, and he'd bring it back. Did uh, the dog pass more high school classes than you did? Probably pass more than <laughs> I
0: did, right? You're saying even through junior, senior year, Again, just it was not a, a particular loneliness that you started no, to feel. Yeah, what I, about? I mean, were you yearning to have a girlfriend or anything like that, or was no, that I not did, on your uh, mind back then? Or?
1: I wouldn't mean the girl. There were a couple of girls who met at the ACA meetings uh-huh. at um, the Freehold Temple, right. <coughs> By that time, I was driving already. But were you, So you weren't all that interested
0: in girls or, or, or you know, at that time? At that
1: time, nothing special. Okay.
0: You know. didn't. You weren't yearning to sort of no. meet a girl, have a girlfriend. No, something we, like we, that. I
1: had friends, a couple of girls lived on the road. So, uh, you know, we would talk all the time. You just
0: booty call course. some of the girls on the road? Yeah. No, you, 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 I, you I, didn't booty call. I, booty call means you'd...
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Go and
0: knock on their door and, uh, no, you know, hook no. up with them or something. There no. was, I imagine you weren't doing that.
1: No, I mean, sometimes we went for bike ride.
0: Unless bike rides was a euphemism for sucking face with a girl in a chicken coop on my grandparents' farm, it is amazing to me how much my dad felt comfortable being fairly alone and not connecting with friends or romantically. He just seemed to have a way of minimizing things back then and still minimizing those things as it reflects on them decades later. In some ways, this can be seen as a pretty effective defense mechanism, both then and even now. If he marinated in sadness and loneliness back then, and not much was going to change for him, that would have been a pretty upsetting reality. Not thinking about those things that might have made him sad and lonely, from his father's death to the move to a farm in south-central Jersey to the lack of his social connections, may unfortunately have been the best tact to take to get through those realities back then. All right, so wait, so you graduate from high school and by all accounts, you're not, you're sort of dealing with a lot of the trauma you had. You're not particularly anxious or depressed. I mean, that's what you're telling me, right? Yeah,
1: not not depressed.
0: so then, what's like? What's 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 the journey? Walk me through the journey, sort of uh, after high school. Like what? You know.
1: After high school, I stayed on the farm for about one year, and then I said, "Hey, I really got to work, you know, because I got to go make some uh, money at this point already. Sure, Yeah, and, time to make uh, your fortune. Yeah, time to make my fortune. Sure, sure, and." Um, <laughs> I picked up the newspaper one day and there was an ad for a uh, you know a position in Asbury Park, New Jersey, mm-hmm. with a uh, variety store a company, and uh, similar to Woolworth's, uh, F.W. Woolworth, which right, is right like uh, a five and dime kind which of store. Is a, five a retail dime. store. Yeah. Which was a big thing in those days because the big department stores...
0: Amazon.com was only a a year or two old at that
1: point. And if in 1958 (laughs) this was...
0: It's a joke. That's a joke. No,
1: Amazon didn't come for many years For a little while, yeah.
0: Um, So you get hired. What was the name of the store? H.L. Green. Okay, so H.L. HL Green, Green, part of
1: Macquarie Corporation. Right, of McCrory right. At later in life.
0: And it was in Asbury Park. Uh, Are you but, thinking
1: about your future and, yeah, and like absolutely and, not. You just just, absolutely just sort of? Not. I don't think any twenty year old, twenty one well, year old, or whatever I okay. was at the time, like, starting at 18, 19. But you're not well. Well, really some not, not, not that
0: they're better, but I, you, I what I just jumps out to me is you're 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 almost. I guess what you're saying you're not worried, you're not thinking ahead. Yeah. Hey, where am I going in my life? You're not asking existential yeah. or even just. I'm working, I'm making a little money. Uh-huh.
1: So I'm working at Asbury during the summer. I don't go right home sometimes. I go down to the beach. Uh
0: and content and, to sort of just do yeah. that by yourself? Or you are yeah. you meeting
1: people yeah. at all? Or are you oh, trying to I'm meeting people in the store? Right, but you're not you're, not you're
0: not you're not. No, but you're ha- you're content to go to As- uh, hang out at Asbury for a meal by yourself yeah, afterwards. Yeah, you're not, didn't me. you're not uh, meeting a co- oh. young coworker who you're hanging no, out no, with. Or something no,
1: no, no, I didn't meet any girl. Uh, or sure. even a guy who's a you know friend or whatever. No, no, whatever. I was about the youngest guy there, and uh, everybody right. else. Joy retail tremendously. Right, right. I was really good at it. I understood it in terms of buying and. Uh, right. And they want to give me Stanford, Maine right store to manage up in maine
0: yes this is uh this you is going to be my first but, store right your first uh, store Well, you're right you're the manager that i'm the you're the head manager. you're the big dog the head the big dog. dog yeah okay. you're
1: how old at this point this is what year 22 uh, 19 uh, almost 22 uh, 3. and then this is uh november of uh 62. Dad, how you're? How you're? How many? How long are you at St- the
0: Stanford store? Real quick, don't six get a, ma- six months. Okay, then and then what happens from there? I get promoted
1: to Taunton messages.
0: Okay, so let me stop you there, right? So you're twenty three, 24 or so, twenty three, twenty
1: four. What's going
0: on for you a little psychologically at this point? Are you? enjoying being away from home. Is it upsetting to you? No, is it no, exciting? I was looking for, is it is I was it,
1: looking forward to it. Right. And, okay. It was good. It was a break away
0: from okay. home. So you were digging it.
1: Yeah, I was going There it wasn't anxiety,
0: there wasn't yeah. homesickness. I was
1: no, no, a little bit once you're there, but that you know was well, great good to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're I'm,
0: keeping yourself busy. Uh, you're, you're, oh, I'm busy. Well, you're busy yeah. working. I'm busy working. I guess that's such a big part of it. You're busy, busy working. So Are, no, do you, you, you meet me any now. friends? Do you meet any no, ladies? That, do you
1: in town. I met one girl before uh, in the in that summer of '62 down in Park
0: What but, happened? I mean, not. No, to, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to get. You know, no, but we just uh, just summer what happened? And
1: we kept in touch till I got the store in November.
0: Oh, with the store up in uh, Stanford. In May
1: now. It's, was right, that
0: hard? Like, were you sort of sad to move on, or no? No, I it loved
1: like, it. I wanted to get away from right. home. Right,
0: but but the idea of moving on for maybe this first girl that you're more dating, yeah, and it's that, okay. That was, it okay. was okay. It, it okay. didn't bother me. Okay.
1: I had no intention of marriage anyway. Yet thought but a now lot, I'm of, lot of lot of first store, and I'm making big money. I got it made seven thousand so, five hundred dollars. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, Plus you bonuses. Uh huh. If, That's you, awesome. if, you, if you, you, know, if the store does good, so you're
0: starting to feel like hey, I could be successful in this? Is yeah, that, like...
1: uh, yeah, you can make a living. Okay, but you're not thinking, hey, one day I'll be the head of McCrory's? Like, you're nah, just thinking... back in the back of your mind when you fantasize, yeah, I'll be the president one day, but uh, not knowing they're going to go bankrupt in 1988. Well, but that's, uh, it's a long... long. That's a big... Those stores all went bankrupt to five and nine.
0: Yeah, but if you'd moved up in McCrory's over the years, yeah, you would be a long, been long career by 1988.
1: Yeah, it would have yeah. been a 30-year career. Yeah, you're
0: just sort of... You're not somebody. I just, I, I just as I hear you talking at this point, like you're not somebody who overthinks things or, or, or is no, in, too no, in his head or no, something just, like that. Um,
1: all my attention is to the store. Right, it's a full time job. Yeah,
0: the
1: I come home okay. once in a while. I'm on an airplane. Does that?
0: I guess just to jump ahead for a second, at some point. Do you, like again the anxiety kicks in at some point? Is that
1: fair to say in your what, life?
0: What's that? The, the anxiety doesn't anxiety for later, you at later. some point in your later. life kick later. in later, right? Okay, and then when okay. you're
1: 22, 23, there's no anxiety, you're making decent money, you're paying. Dad, your I had a yeah, a quarter a... life
0: nervous breakdown at 22, 23. Who I did, why because from uh, lots from of school? things, no, from, from from me, from you, yeah. <laughs> yes, a little bit, yes, right. god damn it, yeah, well, I want to. I, yes, this is why I want yeah. my pound of flesh of hearing about your anxiety at twenty two yeah, or twenty three. No, I no, know. no, you weren't a difficult father. I'm just saying. Ah. Listen, I, you, you, you're, you're a lovely, you were a lovely you're father in many father. ways. A but, good but you were, you were okay, father. You, you, but you're, you were great father in many ways. You're a loving father. You're a good man. Good, very good a pain man. Pain but, but, uh, but by 22 or 23, there was a lot of anxiety that I had had for many years. And, and, and I'm not, it's not your fault. I'm not saying that, but I guess I'm just sitting here almost just amazed to hear your story thus far, where there's just such a lack of anxiety. And and when I think, when I used to think about your history in my mind, right, the fantasy of your history in my mind, I would think of that you'd have a lot of anxiety when you were... Young and your father passed, and then adjusting to being in the country after a bit living in Brooklyn. as I a kid. I guess it
1: was there, but you're, you're young yet. Um, not that I was aware of it. I mean, that yeah. things not bother me. I'm not going to say it didn't, but I didn't. You know, my father. Well, but it I, doesn't sound like it did profoundly, which is fine. That's no. that's
0: a better thing. I'm not. With, with I'm not looking fa- for it per se. Yeah. I'm, of course, this is patently untrue on some level. I am clearly looking for it. I just spent $700 on a fancy recorder and microphones. Not to mention, and let me give a big shout out to the wonders of modern digital editing software, I have been listening to my father droll on for a long time about his history in the style of a grandparent who enjoys talking about what it was like to live through the depression for his grandchild's 6th grade social studies class. Yes, I'm looking for your anxiety, goddammit.
1: Peace. when did the anxiety start to kick in for you when well, later years
0: What? Well, 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 what the hell does that mean talk to after me after
1: marriage <laughs> your mother right <laughs> your Jesus. mother and the, god rest her soul no god rest her soul she was a good woman she was I, I'm not. I'm
0: no 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 it's fine listen no no, no maybe
1: that's part of it no, i don't know job n- disappointment well, later in the job well listen
0: i mean r- right
1: disappointments and things that happened right I mean because, I know this is hard to then jump I, into indeed but I worked hard on everything and the, either it was uh, the company went bad um, or they went out of business or something right or, or went bad or I didn't stick to it long enough um, and that started to then build up for me especially in uh, in textiles later
0: My dad is identifying some of the things that he felt did and would drive his anxiety in the years ahead. And some of the easiest or most straightforward factors for him to identify are career frustrations and the economic uncertainty that engendered. I think I have always failed to fully appreciate the economic vulnerability my father felt. As you'll hear shortly, my mother's parents were successful to the point where they helped provide for me a sense of financial security. My dad was 15 years removed from otherwise having been a chicken farmer in Poland, and his family did not have the education or economic success that created the feeling and reality of a financial safety net.
1: So I request a transfer if possible, and they sent me to downtown Brooklyn, the best store in the company, but as oh. assistant manager. Okay, right. Okay. Instead of a manager, Mm -hmm. it's a ten million dollar store, you know, because the traffic is there. Mm -hmm. Now I'm starting to get a little bit more nervous already. Uh, Okay, it's a lot of work in the store, an awful lot. Okay, it's a six day. So the anxiety, you're starting to feel some anxiety
0: about yeah. Long hours. I'm not
1: making big money yet or good money yet. Okay, I'm starting, and prices are increasing in the world in the sixties. Okay, Um, and no matter what I'm making. I'm just getting by, and now I'm starting to live on my own. Every already at the, uh, you know, four years, five years, right? And not meeting anybody yet, and, right? Uh, and, and so forth. So right. it's, start, it's it's starting sta- now. Okay. Okay, and I get lucky, and I meet your mother. Okay, this has got possibility. Ah. Now, there's possibilities. Now it's possibilities, and you know, maybe I'll give her a call for next week and so on. She seems like an. A nice girl, which she was, Uh you know, not nothing special one way or another, but down to earth, Uh and uh, and, and that's it, so I give her a call. You're such a
0: romantic dad. She's nothing special one way or the other?
1: Right. Wow. You are magical. But again, I'm asking myself during this time, i got to know that I like her. Right. I mean, she's an intelligent girl, there's Uh no question. Uh Uh-huh. She's not a wild, you know, type of creature and so forth. Um, the, do I like her because a I wild like
0: type her? of creature? No, I'm. Well, <laughs> no, I know I mean, she's not. Right, right. right so she's the, not. You know, so she's you not an exotic them. lizard. Right. Okay, right. go ahead.
1: But am I going with her because maybe they have money and yeah. you know you got to say no? Know, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you've come across the same time. No, i No, but
0: you know you're asking yourself what are your true motives and so interests? And in you felt number. like she want she wanted you. I mean she wanted right. You I to, can see
1: that she wanted me. Yeah, yeah. Now she want me for my looks, for my yeah. Does so she not want me? Yeah. Sh- Does she know I, I wish I'm mom mis- was still alive and I could right. ask her why she wanted she, you. Right? Does she think I'm a sugar? Does she want me because I'm a sugar? Or, or brilliant, you know, what, what the heck? You know, she wants it. So it goes both ways. Yes, I yeah, know. I mean, a boy looks one way, and a girl looks, you know, also uh, for reasons and yes. so forth. But, you, mean uh, there, yes. you mean there's a the psychology of two people involved in yeah, any relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Shocking, Dad, shocking.
1: Yeah. But, but... um God, so, you know, you could say she's. So dead. what? You
0: made your decision.
1: Yeah, that morning, I remember when <laughs> I got good. in the car Go to
0: ahead, uh, drive to Brooklyn.
1: But I hadn't even asked the father yet, right? Uh, you know what you normally do, but I didn't right. do that even.
0: Oh, so so literally, you thought it that morning, and then you asked yeah,
1: her. Yeah, yeah, it hit me already.
0: You asked her that same day.
1: Uh, that day over the, that weekend, yeah, it's that that Sunday. Uh,
0: Did you have a ring or anything?
1: No, not, <laughs> uh, I couldn't have a ring. Uh, no, I didn't, uh, right. Okay, I so a little of, not impulsive, I didn't botch it. but a little. Yeah, I didn't botch it, but I didn't do it the best way. Not really, you know? not, not,
0: not not so thought out.
1: No, no, no.
0: You're a man of instinct. Were you anxious oh, about that, it in the let's say in the days, in the weeks, in the months afterwards? Not on that did you anxious, feel I was, like
1: I was occupied? Would work. Okay,
0: and you weren't uh, like doubting
1: yourself or it, anything. No, well, that's what you have to get over. Um, I, you know the. the, the do I want to do it just for? This is the thing to do. Do I really love the woman? Is she a good person? Yeah, did you like
0: it, was... have the thought? And it's no problem if you didn't. I'm just kidding. Like this is a a woman that I want to spend the rest of my life with. It's it's she's she's the keeper to try to spend the rest of my life with. Did you think like that or no? Not really.
1: Of course you did. Do you want to spend the rest of your life? I don't know how you think.
0: That's why I'm asking. Oh, <laughs> Clearly, man. I have no idea how you that think. You want it, I think that that's the one thing we've established thus far. I mean,
1: you really don't even know what's in store for you in future life at of that course, age. Believe of me. Course, of course you don't. Believe of course me. you don't. Of uh, course you uh, don't. Even today, you don't know what. <laughs>
0: well, I think that might be a good point that resonates with me, too. Because I'm just... I'm sorry. In December of 1966, you're 27, which you are young. You know, listen, I think for back then, right, people got married younger, I mean, listen. Twenty-seven's young, and I hear you, and I think you're a young twenty-seven. Hearing you just talk, like I don't, I don't think
1: I'm a young you were thinking about
0: a lot of things on a certain level. Right.
1: I had my parents on my mind, you know. My father starting to get a little a problem here and there. Mm-hmm. My mother was okay yet. Mm-hmm. Um, right. They still had the farm, uh, what's going to be with dad. Right. Uh, I felt guilty about being away and not being, uh, you know, it was a long drive. I couldn't do it every weekend.
0: My dad does not overly emphasize or dramatize what was causing him anxiety. But right there, he identifies some of the more powerful sources of anxiety that were going on for him. His concerns about his stepfather and mother getting older. His distance from them with him being in Brooklyn and them on the farm in Jersey the guilt that comes with that. It almost reminds me of someone who is highlighting important passages in a book for a test and does not highlight some of the most important passages, even as they sort of say to themselves, those will be important passages for the test. He is saying what bothers him and these factors make so much sense, but he is downplaying them at the same time that he brings them up. As for his courting of and proposing to my mom, my father's sense of romance and ability to plan speaks for itself. It is no wonder 35 years later, I would tell my eventual wife how excited I was to give her presents for birthdays or holidays and then not have bought or go out to buy anything. But this is not about me, so there is no reason to talk about that more. Ever. Maybe now is a good time to take a brief pause, as while I enjoy dragging my father's psychological history into a podcast for public consumption, I need to have healthy boundaries and draw the line at myself. Seriously though, we have heard the bulk of my father's growing up experiences and I think you have a good sense of him and how he approaches the world. In part two, we will hear about the anxiety that burst on the scene in the years and decades ahead and how I try to play with my father about the connections between that anxiety and his history and how both of us have made and can make meaning of what we both experienced over the years.